live from Boo. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that thinks if you must have national anthems, then let's go with those sped up versions. I was yeah, like, yeah. that was snappy. I like I the like radio it. edit. Less time with my hat off. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's warmer. Yeah. I tried to kneel, but, you know, couldn't make it off the couch in <laughs> Good call. Uh, well, on this week's episode, we look back at the draw in Columbus, do a little MLS roundup. Look ahead to next week's home match, dun, 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 and more. And now to the panel. He likes to keep it tight. It's Tony Walsh. Boo to me. Inspired by the short anthems, it's South Couch writer Mark Hinckley. Boo. That's what it felt like. It was that quick. Yeah. Arguer with Michael Bradley. He's Duncan Fletcher. Arguer with Michael Bradley. <gasps> when did I do that? Could you? On Twitter? He's our... Vaguely in a roundabout, circumspect sort of way. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, that happened. It did happen. Oh, kind of. It happened for a good time. Just own it. I can agree with the basics of what he's saying, but I feel like there's there's an obvious solution to these problems that he's... All right, all right, all right, all right. Save it it for the the (laughs) post-match. That would have been more succinct. Yes. Just to say boo. 240 characters of boo, though. Yes. 80. It's a nice go. long one. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's 160. You can't even get a 280 character boo out of you. <laughs> no. As for I me. My job here was really cool. The cold affects my lungs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does it? Yeah. I can barely breathe right now. As for me. I really just don't care about Seba's jacket. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. It was a nice jacket. I don't care. Easily identifiable what two countries he, yes. you know, yes. he's mostly associated mm-hmm. with. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what countries uh, Josie Altador likes. No idea. Mm-hmm. Nice Canadian geese. <clears throat> yes. Which is something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First up on the show is, of course, the Eastern Conference Final Leg 1 post-match. Neither of them like Ashton Morgan, by the way. <laughs> Poor Ashton. He's just happy to be in the conversation. He wasn't. Also, He was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> also, Bill Whiteboy Manning looks a lot older when bundled up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. I think we aged him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't recognize him at first until they sort of pointed out that's who that was. I was like, oh. Yeah, he didn't look like sprightly Brooklyn Italians legend. Yeah, no. Bill Manning, who was here earlier this year. You need to be able to see that Tampa Bay. Dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Radiating vitality and such. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. All right. So to the post-match uh, from last night's game. Wasn't pretty. There were no goals. 
Mm-hmm. Luckily, no injuries or no major ones. Um, crew is without at least one player next. Kristen doesn't care about Justin Morrow. No. He wasn't majorly hurt. He had a uh, cramp, is my understanding. Bad cramp, though. I no. said no major injuries. No. As of press time. Whatever. I'd say an injury to Justin Morrow is pretty major. He's, a, he's an important part of the team, guys. Mm, right. No matter what Kristen thinks. Yeah. Uh, well. You know what? If this had come from you, Tony, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's serious. Coming from you? I see, I see bait when, I, when, it, when it's being dangled. That's pretty <laughs> it, good. It, it's not particularly it's pretty, subtle. No, it's not. Yeah. That's not. That cracking noise, for those of you who didn't pay for the video podcast, is... Justin Morrow's thigh. (laughs) That's serious. That's Kristen arming up. At this point, why haven't you just sprung for ping pong balls? I don't know. I don't know. Because that's a podcast. Oh, video worth it! (laughs) Shots fired! Shots fired! Such an asshole. Back to the fucking game, Jesus. Were we even there? I was trying, but I was derailed very quickly. All right. So, you know, zero zero result. Mm. As close to ideal for Toronto, really, without them having an away goal. You know, clean sheet's important. Um, No loss, all those good things. Without Seba and Josie, obviously the team went more defensive. Um, I felt bad for to St. Ricketts. was kind of isolated on his own little island. He was like, guys, how's it going back there? You know, he got involved a little bit in the first half when TFC were more on the attacking side of things. But um, he knew what he was signing up for. <laughs> True. He was making the sacrifice. Is that what it was? If he would have sculpted his hair into some kind of like lacrosse netting. He could have got on the end a couple of those mm. uh, That'd been interesting. Like that. high and wide mm. crosses. Intriguing, intriguing. Now I'm thinking the rule book says you can't. Mm. There you go. Make your hair really tall and then just let Joe the shit yeah. out of it. Yeah. And you then, don't think Dominic Oduro would have Kind of like the weekend yeah. was mm. Mm. kind of trap the ball there yep. and then redirect it. Start looking at old Flock of Seagulls videos and just yeah, like that's model. Right. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, Flock of Seagulls stuff, you know. Yeah, except up. Yeah. Mm. Or oh, some kind of like, or like a Hot Wheels ramp. So when the there ball... There you go. And just goes... Yeah, just keep traveling. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, the first half was better for TFC. Again, a little more, little more attacking-minded. Looked a little more cohesive, I guess. Uh, Michael Bradley had quite a good game. Uh, was doing a good job in the midfield. Second half, Columbus sort of finally woke up and decided, hey, we should probably try and get a goal before we go back to Toronto. Mvinga um, kind of had an off night. He did not look as solid as, as, as I've, I've seen him or as we've seen him. Drew Moore had a couple of mistakes and then, of course, redeemed himself with the goal line clearance. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alex Bono, very good game from him, kept them in the game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, you know, like I said, it wasn't pretty. It was a grind out sort of, and by the end, kind of survive the game. Yeah, the second half was yeah sloppy and lucky and yeah, yeah, well, that doesn't lucky. look like like anything. Yeah, like anything. First half was excellent, but again, they they come back. Pre- Precky couldn't have done it better in the first half. Whoa, there was a lot of offense for Precky. Mm. It's true. It's very unprecky esque. But it was, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was an interesting game in that 
it was less free throwing free flowing than I thought it would be um, from both sides. You know, not, not that not that Columbus mm. wasn't more on it's the attack, but Toronto. yeah, I don't know. It was, but again, the result, it's a good result overall. Yeah, absolutely. for even for both teams, really. Columbus again would have wanted a goal. TFC would have wanted a goal, but you know, you come back into Toronto for next week, and you know, it's kind of level almost. Neither team is in Houston's position. <laughs> no, no, we'll talk about that in a few minutes, <laughs> at least briefly, if only to laugh or to commiserate. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything? Want to have anything else to add, Duncan? Um, well, no, like like we said, there. You know, first half. Very much uh, liked uh, how they were set up tactically, what they did. It wasn't particularly ambitious trying to score goals, but did a very good job of uh, shutting Columbus down. Second half, yeah, there's yeah, not so good. A lot of luck in there, but yeah, overall, uh, no complaints about the tactics or how it finished up. All right, then. Yeah, can't fault the result. I mean, anyone probably would have taken that going in. <coughs> If it was offered, um, it's funny in the second half shows kind of how things have changed, how ill-suited TFC looks to turtling as a club now. Yeah. Like they're not comfortable being on the back foot really. Yeah. Their bus parking needs help. Do you think that's partly due to the fact that they've never had to in the yeah, last year and a half. I, I kind of, yeah. yeah like, they're, like they're just, that's just not, that's not something that they've trained for on a regular basis. Like this might've been the longest stretch where they've actually practiced. All right, guys, batten down the hatches. Yeah. Since. They're much more used to countering out of a, an attack and, exactly. and trying to get the ball back, you know, into possession and down the field fairly quickly, or, or you know, at least controlling possession. And uh, yeah, to see them scrambling to just boot the ball out was uh I mean, the, the discomfort showed. They got lucky a few times with a lot of errant passes in the second half. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's put it this way. That's the last half they can do that this year and get away with it. Yeah, probably. One more, you know, one more time in either of the next two matches and they'll be punished. Yep. Most likely. Look at you with all the optimism the next two matches. No. Oh. Okay. I know. I'm just... Somebody here has got to, you know, be pro TFC. Mm-hmm. It's about Thank time. You, boy, it's okay. It really is. It was like, this game was like the most utilitarian missionary sex you could ever imagine. <laughs> like, you know, it was it was it was polite to the point. <laughs> when they were done, they shook hands and they went their separate ways. It was like, oh, yeah. that was it. Yeah. And Michael was Bradley it? was in you the know, room. No, yeah, no, which is no one which got, is how yeah. it usually happens. No one got scratched. No one got bit. No, no one got prodded in holes that they maybe weren't prepared for. Mm-hmm. It's true. It was all very true. comfortable. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. just. Vasorio complained. Yeah. Why not? But it got the job done, and yeah, yeah. and that's it. No, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing fancy, nothing aggressive. Just yeah. to like, we're Come gonna do this. Yeah. We did it. Good night. Went in there to do a job. Got the job done. Yeah, got, got the result. Yeah, only one cramp. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just yeah. We'll just pee on the stick in a couple of weeks. Find yeah. out what happened. No one's on the physician's table today. <laughs> All right, moment of the match. I think Mark just covered it. <laughs> that's a, a long-ass moment. 90 minutes of utilitarian sex. I think she was asking what the climax was for you. <laughs> oh! Mm. Uh, I will go with the, the, the penalty decision that didn't get given. Um, I feel like 
potentially could have. Like the the the, uh, the PSV crew guy was definitely looking for the penalty. But Certainly, there was a bit of contact there, and it could have been called, and that might have been ugly. But uh, yeah, it was all good. And then Drew Moore saved the day from the uh, the follow up of that. So big moment right there. Yes. The hell you can hear that. I know. Yeah, you kept going. It's like this is the first time you you knew. Sorry. No, no, no. Don't apologize to me cuz I'm leaving it in. Tony. Um I'll go with the Bono save and the uh moments of madness that kind of surrounded that 5 or so minutes I guess around mm-hmm. there. Lucky, as we said, lucky to survive it, really. Um, on another night, they would have been down a goal. So, uh, yeah, like we say, it was it was a heart and throats time for most supporters during those, it, was, it felt like at least 10 minutes of, you know, being on the back foot. But uh, a lot of sloppy giveaways. Yeah. And... Yeah. yeah. Confusion. <laughs> and, and they looked... They looked confused. And yeah, they trying looked... to trying to play it on the deck, trying to circle it out of defense, but not looking good. Yeah, Lots Armando of Aaron Cooper passes. trying to do his Armando Cooper time wasting. I'm just going to stand here and wait until two or three people are here around me, and then maybe he, he's doing that like well within Toronto's house. Yeah, no, it's like that doesn't yeah, work when you're not, doing it not there. The time yeah, and place. wrong, wrong. And, side, and a funny time to introduce the time, but not uh, the place. And a funny time to introduce guys who haven't really played much in the last two months. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I don't know who who else would yeah. have been better suited, but Benoit Cheru, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, Cooper doesn't really spring to mind when you think we need to shut this down. Yeah, he's good for some cuffing and time wasting. Fair and enough. If you know you're you're looking to be Raheem was a bit of a surprise, except for Justin mm-hmm. Morrow with the cramp. So I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not I mean, taking that seriously. So I'm for sure. Cooper, I mean, if you're looking to be on the attack and trying to make things happen and passing the ball quickly and everything, nope, fuck that guy. But, you know, if you're looking to defend and waste time, kill the clock and everything, yeah. Well, he's going to the World Cup. Yes. There you go. Mark, your moment of match. I remember. Uh, the 85th exactly. minute goal mouth panic. Boo. Uh, the, basically, the second one where a uh, couple of nicely timed bailouts by various people scrambling back i thought that was surprise uh what was strange is that uh, it seemed like even though uh i was panicked when this shit was going down they the defenders seemed to be pretty much like yeah this is gonna come right at me i'm just gonna get in front of this bam no panic like it's a bit of a not a bit of a not, not a massive clusterfuck but you know it could it should have gone worse but they just like all right we're just gonna get in front of this Hit it. All right. Good good save. High fives. Butt slaps. Everyone. Cluster hump. Yeah, cluster hump. Hmm. A utilitarian cluster hump. A cluster dry hump. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. The, yeah, actually, that's pretty good, too. Yeah. Sounds awful. Um, so <laughs> The handshake at the end is worse. Yeah. There so was awkward. the... Cluster petting uh, sounds weird. So all the stuff you guys were talking about, but um, I had the faux penalty shout by Luke Wildman just because it was funny. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Like, what? What? The penalty? Wait, wait. Luke, settle down. Um, but in the second half, when Jonathan Osorio basically took the attention away from Michael Bradley and took, in my opinion, he took a yellow for Bradley. He Maybe. got in the ref's face 
way more than Oso usually does. And Bradley had been sort of chattering mm. on. He's on that yellow. If he got a yellow last night, he would have been out for next week. I fully Boo. suspect that Osorio was Bradley. the designated yellow taker in that moment. Maybe. No, no, ref, look at me. No, no. Ah, ah, <laughs> I, I hate your wife. I don't know. Oh, your daughter. Hey, something, something. Was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was, you know, because no Bradley next week. That's not a good thing. And uh, mm. yeah, so that was mine. All right. Man of the match. Um, probably first half I'd say Michael Bradley, but second half he was me. Yes, agreed. Uh, yeah. First half Bono didn't have much to do, but he did what he had to do. Then second half he did some good things. So let's go with Brano. A bit of both. First <laughs> oh. half Bradley, second half Bono. Brano. Bradno. Mm. Mm. Bonely. Bonely. Yeah. <laughs> Utilitarian Bonely. Mm. Okay. Um, I said I went with Bradley. Uh, sure. Uh, did uh, what he did was very good, uh, and plenty of useful cleanup at the back when needed. So, hey, kudos to him for not getting a yellow. Mm-hmm. True. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Just because someone else was doing it doesn't stop him from doing it. It's true. So In who was who was your man of the match then? Bonely. Bonely. I'm just doing oh, okay. Of him. You're just. <laughs> um, I went with Alex Bono, so. We are, I guess, Bonely wins the day since it's kind of a split. Yeah. No, fuck it. That's a klaxon. I'm yeah. sorry. The a Bonely, Bonely klaxon. Honestly, I, 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 it, was either, it was either Bradley or Bono. I yeah. didn't see anybody well, else that would... A boog. That's the Bradley klaxon. There we go. the Bradley klaxon. All right. So Vinny Tactics, um, a bit of a different look. For TFC mm-hmm. by Keep it tight by Vanny, Keep it tight. <laughs> including the surprise backline configuration mm. that did not have Nick Hagland or Eric Zavaleta, which was very odd. And I think the thing, not necessarily the whatever four one four one, what whatever that lineup ended up set up ended up being, but it you was mean, more. You the, mean it wasn't a five three two. <laughs> No, it was more the fact that, that Beta Shore was uh, was part of that that back four creation. Well, Beta Shore was essentially playing right back in a form yeah. defense, which makes a lot of sense. It does, but it just seems odd to not have either Vavinga, uh, not Mavinga, who was there, uh, Zavaleta or Hagelin there. Um, but All right. which of the other centre backs would you have played them instead of? Probably Mavinga. Oh, and I like on. Chris Mavinga. Oh come on! No. Mavinga's had a very good season. He I has had a very, very good season. Himself as you, depending on exactly how you feel about Drew Moore and his. Well, I don't. There's no. There's I, Drew Moore would have to have been uh, hurt for me to have wanted, is his, seen Drew Moore sit down for that game this year, or potentially second mm-hmm. best. Yeah, think. no, but I think like Eric Zavaleta has been incredibly good this year. Zavaleta has been a, a good, solid, dependable third option. Um, Haglund's all right in that as well, but you know. Come on, let, let's not be suggesting uh, that either of them are better than Chris Mavinga. Plus, if you want to go with two, you go with Mario Mavinga. Plus, crew run out an Iraqi international. We have to play our Iranian international. Mm-hmm. That's just smart football. Yep, it's true. Getting their heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't even want to follow that anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't blame him. 
It happened. He set it out. It happened. Uh, functionally tactical, but nothing pretty. It worked. Well played. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. My enthusiasm for this game, I hope, is reflected in the shit that I wrote down for my points. Because, <laughs> God damn, I just want to say for the record that that Houston-Seattle game had more going on in the first 25 minutes than the entire 90 minutes of that first leg of Toronto-Columbus. Nice. I just, I need to Very say true. that. Because, fair. <sighs> anyway, but hi. at the same time, I think that's kind of how Toronto was designing it. I think we went out there, it was... Very much specifically trying to stop Columbus from doing anything, and they did it very well. I think good with like the the four one four one having the, those but midfielders. What about my entertainment, Duncan? But that's a valid point, Mike. What it's about a valid me? point. It's a very valid point. Don't they know I have a podcast to do? I mm. I can't carry it every fucking week. <laughs> you can't you can't just push it out of your ass. I, yeah. Ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that has never been that has never been true. Uh Kristen, what was uh, what were your thoughts on the Vanny and the tactics? No, you know what? I, I wasn't expecting him to to set up quite that defensively, although I'm not surprised. I think it's, um, again, I like the result. I think it's unfortunate that players who aren't used to playing quite that same way looked poor. Um, There's a button for that. Anyway, who didn't, you know, you know, I think sort of suffered by being part of this style of play. They, they obviously they're not sure. used to it. So I think we get some pushback on some players who, you know, Jonathan Osorio, I saw a lot of heat for him online last night. And I didn't think he had a bad game, really. Yeah, I also I saw think a lot of looked particularly think... great. Hustler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. this that setup wasn't designed as, for. As a team, it, it worked well. Exactly. So that, that's what counts. Yeah. So, yeah. So overall. Well done, because I mean, it wasn't like a straight up parking of the bus either. It was no. very kind of aggressively. It was yeah, high line. Like, let's go. You know, if they could have parking the bus on the halfway line, not on our goal line. Yeah, if they could have repeated the first half, there was all chance that they could have snuck. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, you know, a break and one lucky you know pass and got a goal. Like there was, they were in it. You know, mm. they were the more defensive of the two sides, which is a good idea in this, these situations. But yeah, I think if they could have, uh, if their performance was repeated in the second half, yeah, it could have been a different result. But, you know, crew also too, they are a lot of flashes of danger too. They're a quick team getting up the, the pitch and they have difficulty mm-hmm. connecting a few times. They, I mean, a few more than a few chances on crosses where, you know, they just had a guy a couple of feet off. Um, a couple of those were offside as well, but um, they're not without their dangers. And I guess the thing that only concern I have is when it's playing 90 minutes like that is breaking out of that mindset mm-hmm. for the next match and being on the front foot and staying on the front foot for 90 minutes, keeping your f- foot on their necks like till the final whistle because there's not a lot, in, unless you you know go up quickly by a couple of goals, there's not a lot of room for error in the in the second line. No, the the crew surprisingly resilient and like burrs. They just sort of like this is a this is a capable side. They're yeah. not, you mm-hmm. know, you know, and capable of coming to BMO and frustrating yes. TFC much like they frustrated New York and Atlanta. Yeah. Did, did they really frustrate New York when New York was really going for it? New York was all over them. It's like 
New York won two 0 could have been quite a bit. Okay, but I mean over the series. I mean over the series, not necessarily just at Yankee Stadium. They they did very well after New York went down to ten men. They fucking they kind of killed Mm. them at that one point. Then the leg when Columbus was trying to keep it tight and just not give anything up. They weren't very good at it. I I just I can I concerned at TFC because I don't think we've seen that killer instinct since uh, late summer. That really sharp, really decisive and one goal's never enough kind of attitude. Or not attitude, but just capability. They haven't been sharp. And I don't know what the reason. I don't know if they, you know, they're almost at the gas, running on fumes a little bit. The playoffs, at least, they haven't really been trying to play that way, I don't think. Well. They've had two, like, both away games. I think they've gone in with a very specific idea which is not you know let's do our mm. fancy passing quick passing but it know, was yeah I, I guess but I, I don't time. I don't know why you would I can understand the away legs but even in the home matches not just in the playoffs but in the last month like I, I'd love yeah, to I'd they, love they, to see her I don't know if they're capable of a return to it and I don't mean that as a as a blight on the mind I yeah, don't yeah. know if they've got the energy left to, to play that yeah, way anymore I think that sort of month maybe a couple of month long stretch yeah. that was the blip Maybe that this what we're in or have been in since isn't the blip. I feel like that was you know we're a good team and we had a couple of months of being a really fucking good team. But sure, yeah, but, but really but that's, fucking good is not the norm. Okay, all right. Like, well, we can talk about this more when we actually talk about next week's game. Let's talking, do that. We're talking about it right now. No, we're gonna just table this for a little bit. All right, but it'll be boring later because we'll forget. We'll run out of gas like them. Yeah. This Hey-o. this was this this was our blip. <laughs> <laughs> um. After the game, mm-hmm. Michael Bradley, who gets always gets interviewed being the captain, and someone cleverly asked him about uh, the Columbus situation in terms of the team and the fans and all that jazz. And so here's his here was here's the full quote. Here's his response. Um, uh, on one hand, you feel for the small group. I feel like a Michael Bradley quote should be going with, this is Michael Bradley. All right, fine. And then be read in Michael Bradley. All right, voice I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And with, this is Michael Bradley. Hello, this have is you, Michael Bradley. You've been to the show before? On yeah. one hand, you feel for the small group of loyal supporters that they have and have been here since the beginning who continue to support the team and come out week after week. On the other hand, you can't deny the fact that things here have really fallen behind in terms of the atmosphere in the stadium, the quality of the stadium what it's like to play here. I don't know who's at fault for that. There's a lot going on and I get that. And as an outsider, I don't know what that falls on. But again, the reality is the league has continued to grow and this is not the only one. This is the one of a few markets that has not kept pace. This is Michael Bradley. And you're a bit expressive. Kept pace. I. They have they they made that they were losing finalists in 2015. They were in the semi-final in 2017. They're keeping pace just fucking fine. I don't give a shit about all your other fucking metrics. Oh, we're not making as much money. Fuck off. Columbus is doing fine. He also never called for them moving. No, he he specifically didn't. No, and he very much left it open. I don't know where the fault lies. He very much left it open that no. could be seen as critical of pre-court as much as it is critical of the crew as a whole i mean i think it's i I think there's a lot added to this quote because it came from the guy who was the lightning rod of the match sure you know in the context of is that what lightning rods are supposed to do yes Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i thought they were more exciting than this 
No, they're they're round and on the top and um, metaphor holds. Anyway. I, you know, I, I don't think he's. I think it, unfortunately with this situation with the crew is that the solution, the perfect solution, is one that we can't have. Which it's is the one what? they can't have. Is the one the league won't do. It's and Duncan talked about this earlier, and and you know other people talked about it, is the fact that there should be a second division, yeah, where these things are sorted out by football's natural order. If Crew truly were an underperforming team, who were un, incapable of of competing in the league, then the standings in a traditional format would show that they would drop down. They, if if their natural place to keep to use Michael Bradley's system of not keeping up, you know, to the pace of the quote unquote, you know, bigger clubs in the league, then it would show, and they would end up in a, a hypothetical second division. But under the current structure and the structure that we're gonna have to live with for, I assume, permanently, uh, with Major League Soccer, North American Soccer, there, there's no fixing that. Without and, and so what will happen will be that the money will win the day. And it's not the right thing for the fans. It's not the fair thing, but... I mean, it's it's hard to say these things without it being a shot to their fans, and it's not. It's not fair. It, I don't think football teams should move cities. You know, it should be sold to another person uh, who thinks they can make a go of it in Columbus. But there were mistakes made by the ownership previous and him that you know have seen them in this spot but they're not the only club by far you could use the same if you want to look at these other metrics you know, FC Dallas is almost like identical to them yeah club, if not worse club not built in in the center of the city you know built out on for Columbus's sake I mean it's not that far from Columbus proper but it's fire. in Columbus yeah I know but you know it's I, I know no I understand <laughs> but that's the argument of the ownership that they that he needs a downtown. They all want now. They all want a downtown stadium. Back in the nineties, they all wanted stadiums out where you could park your car, you know. But it was it, it took a long time for the ownership there, I think, to embrace football culture, despite the you know progression of their fans. It was a fan driven thing, I think, but they didn't embrace but it. The new budget, everything that's uh, modern football well, culture. I, I think. I think those, but those seem like want, po- those, want the historical badge. But those the, seemed like positive the, steps. The, the, the new, the new mask. Yeah, but so. but I'm saying like it's it's taken a long time to sh- shake that off. Like they mm-hmm. they they embraced that soccer mom, soccer dad culture. You know that was what they were going for the family value. So anyway, that's just one of many things. There's a lot of things that kind of death by a thousand cuts that knocked Columbus Crew down. To where an owner would look at them and say, then not see them as an attractive thing, but like moving them to a similar market is not the is not the answer either. It's, I mean, I don't know why anyone would want to support a team run by that guy anyway. Well, especially mm-hmm. considering he clearly bought the team with an eye to move it. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like this is not a new thing that's in the works. This has been in the works for yeah. a long time, and. You know, I think, you know, we talk about, yeah, like the team is competing when you talk about it would find its natural level. Yes, last year it sucked. No, but it's natural level. Yeah, but it's natural level really overall is a, okay, using the hypotheticals of a single tier league. 
that crew would always kind of be around there competing or and sometimes yeah, mid-table. reaching the top. Yeah, so they've they've had a few, but every team in this league has had that exactly. weird blip season. TFC has had well, TFC would be everyone's in share. The, we basically. would be in the non-league. Yeah, after the first <laughs> yeah we would we would run that second division yeah, like nobody's division. business. Oh, no. All of the lower divisions. We would yeah. we would go real deep on that show. Yeah. <laughs> All the lower divisions are just named after TFC. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I mean it's. I mean that's that's the answer really, but it's not an answer anyone's going to give. I th- I think what's kind of amusing is that uh, like this has come a long way since Michael Bradley was a Metro star. Like mm. back in those days, beggars couldn't be choosers. You had teams playing in in the, where they were the second, maybe even third tenant in a football stadium mm. uh, that had far more that had five times as many seats as they had, yep. had ticket ticket purchasers. Um, even not that long ago, San Jose was playing at Buckshaw, which was like thirteen thousand and a mess. Hey, Kansas K- played. Kansas City played <laughs> that barbecue a, baseball a, park. A, a, yeah, yeah T Bones. You know, <laughs> uh, like, like then then was different because they were not the preferred tenant. In every, I mean, hell, when you're Major League Soccer and you're the second tenant in a minor league baseball stadium, are you Major League anything? So in the in the you know ten years. In the last 10 years, a lot of it seems to be due to I, – I will I will give a lot of credit to uh, the expansion and the success of those expansion teams. All of them got a brand-new stadium at some point. Mm. Um, they're brand spanking new. They're soccer-specific. They're soccer-only, mostly. Um, but for the most part, like now everybody goes, hey, brand-new stadium in the downtown. I mean, that second phase was – Oh, we'll give you a soccer stadium, no problem, but it's not going to be anywhere near your city. Yeah, and that happened to Chicago, Philadelphia, right? Most, Dallas. yeah, most like of that s- second. Uh, so many of them where they're just they're not in Colorado. The, is Coma City? In yeah, actually, uh, Colorado. Colorado. I think no. it's yeah, that's a suburb. I think yeah. RSL. Yeah, uh, Sandy's not. But like, it's the, sexy, but it's super not, sexy, yeah, it's but not, yeah. but the thing is, is like now. Now everybody's moving back into the city, or at least trying to get into the city. Um, those cities that we just mentioned, they're going to be there for a while. They're not going anywhere. No. Brand new stadium for no. free in a crappy part of the city, in a mm. crappy part of the state. Um, that's It is what it is. But Co- Columbus is in the unique situation where they're the only team in the entire league. Sorry, they are one of two teams. You can correct me if I'm wrong. In the entire league where they actually own their own stadium. Like it's theirs. Yeah, it is. It's theirs. Kraft is the other asshole, and and the thing is, is that it's it's a weird situation where uh, Hunt built the stadium for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no frills. And if you any of you guys have been to Columbus, have been to that stadium, you just just walk around. It's there's nothing spectacular about it. It's got the it's, no frills color scheme. Yeah, <laughs> but like it, it's it's got a playground. It's got a playground. It does have a playground. It's got a stage, but which was you know mandatory for every MLS team. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, that was a great move. Uh, but anyway, like it, Columbus were the outliers so many years ago, and now they're the outliers again in the opposite direction. They went from being the only team with their own stadium to being the only team with their own stadium that's crap. Like no, like <laughs> yeah. no, like, and I say crap in the sense that once. Once DC United open up theirs, who's got a worse stadium? New England. Oh, I mean, it's modern and it's Colorado. No, no, there's this brand new. Yeah, there's this nice. This is brand new. 
But like, I mean, crap in the sense like it's no frills. There's nothing to it. There's yeah. like all the amenities that every billionaire owner you know, jerks himself over to get is they there's they don't have pizza rats. But maybe so. Like, so maybe there's something there with with Michael Bradley's pace comment. Then the, the league has evolved very quickly in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't really evolve in its first half of its life. Mm-hmm. It evolved so quickly in the last ten years that because Columbus were like like Mark said, they the kind of first to get their own. They were the only first. Well, they were soccer the first. specific stadium in in the United States. Um, but it was almost like, <laughs> to use a weird analogy, it's like when the Jays built Skydome. You know, they were the last team to build the technological stadium, and then everyone went oh, to the old the school. Most advanced. Yeah. Wow, this is but amazing. then everyone started building those old school parks. It was like, <laughs> then oh. Then Baltimore, three weeks later, opened their parks. Like, we want that. Yeah. And that was yeah. over for the dome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it's Cannon Yards is hey, I'm, so pretty. They, 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 they absolutely crushed the shit out of that. They really did. But but it's kind of almost in that frame. But yeah, I don't know. But, but do you think like okay, say he changes mind, sells sells local, what's the fix? Yeah, is somebody going to put their own money into updating their own stadium? But what's the I'm, when you can what, get what are the, what are the fixes for Cruz to make them a more viable a new one. club for an owner and and in, to ensure they're staying in Columbus? I mean, actually, do they specifically need a fix? Well, okay, they, I, they average thirteen thousand pre-court. When you throw in the sum money and just the the amount that the franchise, you know, all the franchise fees you're getting, just the amount that his franchise has increased in value over the last ten years, he's making money. Okay. Yeah, is he making his? They're all making money. Else? No, to but, say to say they're losing money, every any owner's losing money yeah. in the long run is absolute trash. Okay, okay, but but I am losing money in the sense that oh, I'm paying. This are you much making less money this year than you did last year? I'm, Probably. I'm paying. But are you this profiting when it's done? All right, but they're not all. I pay this much money to my mortgage every year. The house is giving me nothing back. Eventually, at some point, I'm going to sell the house. Holy shit, there's my money. That's the same yeah, thing. But, okay, but owners... Are they losing money year-to-year basis? Probably. Millionaires aren't altruistic who are in for it, you know, for no, the good of... This is not the good of the long term. It's, it's making money. If yeah, anything, but they want to make... Sheet. But they want to make lots of money. If, if sure. anything, Lamar Hunt was philanthropic. Yeah, yeah, sure. But they want to make lots of money. So... But fuck those okay, but Okay, but Columbus... So we, we've mentioned the league good has, you, you, you know don't what? think you can do it in Columbus? Fine, sell. No, um, fair enough. But I'm saying, okay, a, a hypothetical, a new owner, say, who keeps whose ideal is to keep the team in Columbus. Green Bay Packers esque sure. community. Whatever. Okay, never but, gonna but, happen but, but again. Crew are, crew are I want a, it to. a good. Never gonna happen again. Crew are a good team, even you know for the most part they're pretty consistently good. They make the playoffs a lot. They've you know mm-hmm. been in the championship. Something is still not connecting outside of their hardcore fan base. I mean, the thing is, it could just the timing of this is weird because I think something that would really help with that, you know, if Cincinnati gets an expansion team, that's a much better sort of localish sort of rivalry that would help build some kind of culture than, well, you got the Trillium Cup with Toronto. No, sure. But that's, but again, that's two or three fixtures. Like, that. I, it, Seems like, and, and it's probably yeah. the ownership, and it's probably the history of the ownership. I, I I can't claim to know enough about their relationship with their local market, but it seems like, for some reason, they haven't been able to connect with the greater population. Although, you know what, I, you know, they seem to have, they had managed to get immediate support from the community. Like, this wasn't, this wasn't a, okay, we're like begging everyone to support us. Mm. Merchants, banks, the the town council, the mayor, 
uh, breweries. Yeah, but, but it, but they, it, they they have their own beer. Okay, but it's, we've but had it, their beer. It's ta- yeah, I know, but it's taken it's taken to the threat of them leaving town for this groundswell of sport. I'm just saying they've been they're the first club in the league. Yeah, the, the, like arguably. So I'm I'm just saying for a team that's consistently pretty good, something there's a disconnect. Something someone's doing something wrong that they're not more popular. Well, but I also, and again, and some of this is, you know, on, you know, we talk about the teams that we pay attention to in the league and, you know, we pay attention to our own team first and then probably Eastern Conference rivals second because those are the teams we see the most of. We know the people the best, they travel, whatever, Western Conference, maybe the Whitecaps because it's the other Canadian, one of the other Canadian teams, whatever. Um, I haven't seen, and honestly, nor have I gone looking for information about, you know, the crew's finances or attendance over the last five years since Precourt bought it. What was the state of it when he took it? Is it, is it, you know, cause again, these guys have been around since the beginning, suddenly out of nowhere, they're not viable and need to be moved. Now I want to just also say we have managed to like go far down the slope with this. When we were talking about Michael Bradley, when this all began, it's a corporate stooge. <laughs> no, but true. Um, the Just thing, look at him. The thing yeah. I do want to ask, and, and everyone's made some really interesting and some really valid points. Um, oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're the best, too. I know. Um, is, like, Bradley's one of the first players, I think, to sort of, like, really sort of speak out about it or, or say anything. Um, you know, I'm whether I agree with what he said or not, and I don't necessarily agree with all of it, I think it's good that... I think it's good that players are talking about it. So I know there's been a lot of a lot of reaction to what he said. Um, some of it really crazily over the top, and then some of it really crazily over the top the other direction. Um, I think there's a middle ground for everything. And I, I think you had some Duncan. You said some had some really good points, and, and I think everyone sort of has had a good conversation about it. But I think it's good that players are participating in the conversation. I would actually like to see more. As long as they're educated about it. Yeah. But yeah. that's and and that is important. Yeah. No, I, I it's it's tough because I feel this league does such a maybe because I fa- I focus on it so much more, but it seems like it's so controlled what the message is. Mm-hmm. And part of that, I, part of that, so I little actually, transparency. Part part of that, I actually believe it's is due to the fact that the players aren't paid as much. Like the risk is, well, we can replace your $55,000 a year ass for somebody else who will do your job. Whereas Michael Bradley, what's what's his threat? Like he can he can step out a bit, which is fine, which is good. Any opinion's an opinion as long as he knows what he's talking about, as you said. But like the likelihood that you're going to get a current player, never mind on Columbus, on another team going, I think what they're doing to the fans is terrible. Not going to happen. No. That shit will get shut down and he'll be blackballed from the league. Well, you you call out an owner. That owner could be your new boss the following season. Yeah. Technically, your owner's always your boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because 10 of yeah. yeah, exactly. contracts. Mm-hmm. Stupid yeah. single entity. <laughs> I mean, we're, you know, we're all in agreement. You don't want to move the club. And their fans deserve every shot to make it work. You know what their fans, what they've how they evolved in the last, I don't know what you want to say five years maybe i think they made a, a real big push to change the culture is that fair five years yeah i, I mean well, tfc came along and invented the nordeca yes. exactly 
We actually gave it to them. It was our it was our gift. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like yeah. I, I, part of, part of the uh, reward for winning the first couple trillion cups. Exactly. I think so. yeah. The exchange. But of, what they of, manage, what they manage, love them or hate them, what they managed, like is really tough because it's fine in Toronto where or a place where kind of you know for even if it's sometimes corporately glossed over, the football culture you know is embraced like oh, yeah, the, the flares blah 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 you know the fans ultras all this stuff. It's difficult. It's more difficult to do that organically in a place where everything is pushing against you. Mm-hmm. You've got a club that's steeped in the the family entertainment dollar kind of experience rather than the traditional football experience. So you know, that's why mostly they deserve to keep going in my eyes. Like, but I don't know. It's I don't see how any any it's amount of arguments. Yeah, it is up to the league, and I don't see how any amount of arguments is going to change it because you've ne- you haven't heard any words of dissent out of the league at all it's just been well very quiet i and, i uh, but, the, but the problem with that is you know it's them to the it's them next year and then it's anybody else after that well i look forward to expect hope that just i just want one you know semi-well-known soccer journo to point blank ask garber during mls cup festivities are you going to allow Columbus to be moved? Well, you know, it's a bit like in... No, I want someone like, to it's ask. It's a bit like in the days when TFC were truly horrific and no one whose job depended on talking to... I know that. ...would ask those questions. And that's why I'm hoping someone from, like, Toronto asks, because what's the league going to do? Get rid of TFC? <sighs> you know, it's... I don't know. I, I, there's no answer. The, the, all, all the best solutions are. You go back to like 2012, 2013, and you know that isn't a <laughs> chuckle, ridiculous. No one had ever do that thing. I know. You know TFC was very much on a spiraling spiral the drain. Yeah. At yeah. that point. And, I know. You know. But someone has to ask him. Like I just want. I just hope there's someone with the guts to do it. Yeah, but what are you gonna? You're just gonna get corporate platitudes. They're not gonna come out and have a sit down conversation about the. You know, pros and cons of moving a club. It'll all be about. It, it'll be the same things you hear from pre-court about viability and yeah. economics. Metrics. And we have to look at the picture as a whole. Yeah, the league, the health of the, the health league of the is. League, all... You know, it's everything's not. You know, we're, we're trying. We're finding new ways, new revenue streams. Yeah. Blah, blah 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 blah. It's interesting though. Like back to what Duncan was saying earlier today, which was off air about MLS one, MLS two. They're you know they say they're gonna cap out. Expansion after another three clubs. Yeah, right. They keep yeah, that. they keep saying that. I know. I know. Million bucks? But like, if they explored the the idea of having a second division, even if you only charge twenty, thirty million for a club in that, oh, that's twenty potential clubs at that. At this rate, you probably put another forty down there anyway. <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're whistling. All right. Let's move on from from this and uh, from this game and take a quick look at the Western Conference final. Where? Where right before the game was, you know, when I know lineups were being announced and no Stefan Fry because he'd injured himself in training right before the match kind of thing. Oh, no. What are Seattle going to do? Oh, apparently whatever they want. They have a reserve goalie. 2-0. And it should have been more um, was such a shit show at the back oh my god like it was bizarre i don't know did either of you watch any of it uh, i watched till it's, about probably half an hour in 
Yeah. Stuck to the second goal. Yeah. And <laughs> after that, it didn't it didn't get much better. It was uh, shockingly ugly, really. Yeah. No, it was, it was more uh, a little uh, pre-PTSD. It's like, oh, God, it's them again. Mm, yeah. Meaning Seattle, if we go to the final. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to rerun. Fair, fair. <laughs> so, you know, the Dynamo have dug themselves in, you know, a giant hole for next week. And, uh, yeah. Oh, that. They just don't look capable of. Oh, I don't mounting think so any at all. kind of challenge in Seattle. I'm still that 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 game against Portland. I still I watched it and I still don't understand how it happened. You know, it's like, but it's Portland it doesn't what? So yeah, all right, there you go. All right, before we move into anything else uh, TFC-related, we're going to do a little MLS roundup. Yeah. Yeah. So no MLS wins and losses this week. Oh. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, well. But there are a few things to discuss nonetheless. Left me high and dry. Yeah, you did. <laughs> hey. Uh, first up, MLS awards. What awards have been handed out so far? Or... You know, the Atlanta United Awards, as I like to call them. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Arthur Blank's hand job. The award show. Hey. <laughs> Shooting Blanks. <laughs> ah, gross. <clears throat> so, newcomer. Al- Almarone, yay. Oscar's got fourth. Can everyone can relax now? He was part of the conversation. He was part of the conversation, yes. Uh, goal of the year, which is, I even, didn't even see what else was nominated. It's Almaron again. Sure. Um, Such an important award. It really is. It's the most important award. Referee of the year, Alan Chapman. Oh, yeah. Of, of Atlanta? Yes. <laughs> Chappers, man. What a year. Yeah. Wow. Just crushed it. Uh, I got a shirt. <laughs> nice. uh, keeper. Chapman. <laughs> it's Chapman. Mm. Like Batman. Mm-hmm. Batman. Batman. Uh, keeper of the year, not for Atlanta, it was Brad Tim Guzman. Malia. And also not Andre Blake. Uh, Brad Guzman was only there for half a year. He'd been there for the full season. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Defender of the year, not Justin Morrow. Oh. And oh. also not from Atlanta. So, sorry, it's the Atlanta Sporting Kansas City Awards this year. Because oh, there's. Ike. Yeah. Hmm. I like Ike. Justin was second. Who won best midseason stadium move? Um, You know what? The votes are still being counted for mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be close. It mm-hmm. is going to be close. Really close. Mm-hmm. Best new expansion team. Uh, mm. It's a two team contest, two mm-hmm. horse race. So. Who won? I haven't seen yet. I'm sorry. Who won a team that sounds most like Atalanta? <laughs> Minnesota United. Yeah. Oh. Um, that seems wrong. <laughs> that seems incorrect. Fair play, player of the year. So good guy. The good guy award, basically. Demarcus Beasley. Fair play to him. Sure. sure why not? 
and the Sounders got Best the, sounding. The, the team award for that, apparently. Sure. It, it's Best unusual sex act. Really? I, that, that, that sounds, I, I have a hard time believing Until, that, really, given that they have again, Ozzy Alonso. Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey and Roman Torres. Right. I, Maybe well, I looked at the wrong thing. No, no, you probably didn't. That does sound familiar, actually, but it just mocks the... Uh, mocks the grand institution of Fair Play Awards. Yes, yes. I uh, don't know MVP yet. That still hasn't been announced or Coach of the Year. Um, the Almiron and Martino. That would be my That would be my guess, probably. yes. Probably. Um, hopefully that must get announced. It's going to be Valeria, you'd think, player of the year at least. Soon. Columbus Crew, by the way, winners of the Fair Play Award last year. Mm. That's what they get for playing nice. Mm. <laughs> they get their team moved. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nice. next Seattle. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> and yeah, so that is, I think, everything that's been... Uh, sorry, sorry. The other Atlanta winner was Julian Gressel for Rookie of the Year. Mm. why not sure so there you go that's the little ward roundup wow Yeehaw. that's good is that um, Toronto was does that come robbed. with part of the expansion fee you get oh, all the trophies there you go you get to make it back in bronze mm. maybe uh, other MLS roundup news uh, in a actually very st- kind of startling situation that the night it was announced, it was someone was being forced out. No, we asked to leave. Now it's like it was mutual. Who knows? But looks like uh, Caleb Porter pissed off the DA one too many times. I hear is what it did it was that the DA was blowing inside his ass, and that's what ended it all. <laughs> that's my sources. That would uh, that would do it inside yeah. his ass. That's just unpleasant. That sounds yeah, just awkward. Really, yeah, not I, good at all. He was blowing out yeah. from the inside. Right. Mm. Blowing out. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. he had to get in there first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> DA's a freak. Right. It feels just, like I've got really DA's, bad gas. I don't, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. That's, no. That's, that's no, no that's a district attorney. Yeah. Deep anus. Yeah. Yes. DA getting DA. Yeah. Your piece and your badge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it doesn't look like Porter has, uh, he's not like suddenly landed another job and uh, Portland's left scrambling a bit uh, in terms of replacing him. Montreal needs someone halfway through next year. True. Montreal already has a new coach. Yeah, I said halfway through next year. Oh, halfway. Sorry, I missed that part. Uh, That's true. That's true. Uh, Mark DeSantos. Putting money on Miami FC to win the whole thing already. (laughs) I don't even know if they have a league, but they're going to win it. And then fold. Yeah, and then fold. Um, And then in other Atlanta news, because this is all we talk about other than TFC, poor Mark Bloom is let go by the AU guys. Is that an award? In sadness. Trimmed blooms. I hope he took lots of Tupperware to his last uh, team practice. Stock up the fridge and the cupboards. I feel like that was his dream move, though. Yeah, back home. Bad news. Close to the wife and everything. Further bad news. He was uh, bunking at the Georgia Dome. Uh, oh. I hope he made it out alive. Tony. I hope he cleared it out before. Yeah. Guys are terrible. You need to be out of here by 9 a.m. sharp. No. <laughs> like, there's no there's no wiggle room in this. And wear this vest. Terrible, terrible. High, vis- terrible. high visibility safety, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Oh, one other thing, actually, uh, before we leave uh, MLS Roundup is uh, yeah. LA, uh, LAFC 
continuing the their glorious trend of how they announce their signings uh-huh. with the dramatic look up. Um, Omar G- Omar Gaber, however you say his last name. Never heard of him. He's their latest, uh, but they're same the same the same silly. Look down, look down, look up, cross arms. Yes, it's 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 oh. their. I want to see a mashup where one of them raises their head and goes, Hello, my friend. Come to Bishtikas. <laughs> I want that so bad. People get shot at the end of this? I don't know. It just, I just watch the video. It makes no sense, but it's uncomfortably charming and Eastern European all rolled into one. It's like, ah. These phone calls that never happen. You just, you just watch one. Just. Anyway. All right. Yes, that was it for MLS Roundup. And now for our little bit of TFC talk, where we talk about TFC of yesteryear. Yes, that's right. It's time for TFC. Where are they now? Where are they now? Where are they now? Huh? Where, where, where are they now? Where are they now? Where, where? All right. This player is from the 2007 roster. Mm. Fine vintage. Indeed, indeed. Uh, career MLS player. Started with the Colorado Rapids, but really, not really. Um, Miami Fusion is the first team he spent a good amount of time on his defender. Uh, went from the Fusion to the Galaxy and uh, was traded to Toronto FC. I want to buzz in. Okay. Todd Dunn event. Wrong. Oh, good one. But, you know, not bad. Traded to Toronto FC uh, for Edson Buttle. Uh, left Gold Toronto. Tweet. Huh? Gold tweet. Nope. Oh, left Toronto. Does it, can we can, can me and Duncan guess again, or is now it's just Mark? Oh no, no, no! You keep going. <laughs> I'm. I think I may have seen the answer, so I'm just. Yeah, I think you may have too. Uh, was traded to Seattle for allocation money. Just Went Seattle. back to the Rapids, where he finished his MLS career. Um, has played for the Jamaican national team 83 times. I did see the answer. Yes, that, I know you yeah. did. Um, Confirmed. Currently. Oh. Mm. Uh, Tony Walsh, Tyrone Marshall. There you go. Was that 2007? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? I should have been doing it like reach for the top. Tony Walsh, <laughs> Scarborough Polytechnic. <laughs> I don't know if that's a school. I'm just guessing. But yes, it is Tyrone Marshall. Uh, go fighting switchblades. <laughs> <laughs> who uh, currently is an assistant coach with uh, Real Salt Lake. Mm, that's nice. Yes. So good for him. I win. Hooray. Yay. I get two free seats to the next show. Ooh. Assistant at RSO. Okay. 
Vicky knows Trey. <laughs> Maybe he is Trey. <gasps> Twist! Is he really 2007? Yes! Yeah, I, I was feeling really a bit later than that. Oh, but. Really? Why would I make this up? Why would Wikipedia lie to her? Exactly. <laughs> Why would both Google and Wikipedia lie to one. me? That was a hard one. Mm-hmm. Miami Fusion thing, though, you know. So to basically finish off the show, let us take a look ahead to next week. Oh, we're still recording? Yes, we're still recording. All that fusion stuff? That's going to be a weird outtake when it gets cut. (laughs) Ball of fusion. (laughs) Let's look ahead to next week's Eastern Conference Final home leg. So potentially TFC's last game of the season at home in front of what should be a sellout crowd in... Likely chilly conditions. The ultimate trillium. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, pretty much level playing field for both teams. Uh, I think. Uh, what? Oh, oh, well, they have fixed the pitch since the Argo game by then? Even playing field. Because <laughs> they have the holes fixed. Okay, go on. But, but will the markings still be there? Logos everywhere. Probably. No, Surprise. Sorry, probably the not. Greatest Tim Wiki wasn't entirely telling the no, truth. The, oh my god. It's the greatest grounds it? crew since grass was invented. True. By the Egyptians. Ah. Christen. Right. Acknowledged. Nothing wrong with Egypt. Hmm. They didn't even use slaves to build those pyramids. Not true. Revisionist. I read it on the internet. Must be true. Therefore, it's true. Fake hieroglyphics. Sad. Just repeating your own tweets. Yeah. Somebody's got to. <laughs> you can't even come up with something new to say. At Malarkey FC. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Columbus has an ever so slight advantage having the, in terms of the way the goals work out, do they not? Anything other than any tie other than nil nil goes to them. Yes. So. So if you call that an advantage, listen. If TFC can't slight, if TFC can't do the job at home, then they don't deserve to go. Right. So pretty simple. Point. Thank you, Frost Nixon. (laughs) I was pretty confident about that too. Uh, Toronto will, of course, have Josie Altador and Sebastian Jovinko back. Mm. What coats will they wear? That oh, is that is question. really what the, yes. the what is on everybody's mind. Will they acknowledge the existence of Ashton Morgan? <laughs> nope. No need. No need. Spoiler alert. Nope. <laughs> the crew will be without. Uh, what is it? Artur, who got? Oh yeah. Artur is out. Yes, that's a that's a big loss. He was arguably their best player. It's not a terrible. Some good things. Yeah. Yes, it's not a terrible thing for Toronto at all. Um, I think there's, you know, everyone's very excited about having Josie and Seba back, which is as they should be. It's important to have them back. I think my concern in terms of of them is they won't have played a competitive game in over three weeks. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, yes, you you practice and you practice in, in game-like situations, but it's not the same thing. Um, and there's always a concern. There's a concern for rust and, and cohesion and all that stuff. Um, I'm sure they could have found some local you know, university team or something. Or What's whatever. BK Hacken doing? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, not BK Hacker. Mark, um, put, put the hack away. Yeah. Take the long cloth off, Mark. Can I at least put the face paint on this time? Roll no. your tongue back in your mouth. <laughs> I think. Christ, college kids haven't been at school in God knows how long. I'm sure yeah. they could have played some. They could have played the games. Humber Hawks or whatever they're called. Yes. Am I am I the only one that has a little concern about this? About them having such a long layoff? Those two players in particular? Well, Maybe Seba idea. more than more than Josie. Seba seems to have. Seba seems to like to ease into things. Yeah, he's he's been crap for months, really. After free kicks aside, you know, he's doing those very well now, but I mean... When At Duncan D. Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time, you know, just general run of play, Seba... Just looks, say, what have you done for me lately? Just yes. get on with yeah. it. <laughs> no, I don't like Seba recently. No. <gasps> Duncan hates Seba. Oh, no, sorry. I was taking a really deep breath. Oh, okay. Mm. You were saying? <laughs> um, but yeah, the long layoff is, is concerning, but, you know... I just, I just. They're also rested and healthy. That's true, and and that's a nice. And they're thing. professionals, and they got to be ready and bring it. And this is this is their time to show that they are what they are, you know, made this out to be. Why they get paid the big bucks? Yeah, and they 110%. do get paid some seriously big bucks. Leave it all on the pitch. Yes, I'm just play for the name on the giant front of the moose. kit, not the back. Not not so much bucks. I mean, kind of no. So giant fucking moose. Yeah. Every you know, every week, huge one deposited into their freezer. Yep. Yep. Venison, delicious. And it'll last through the winter. Wait, wait, yes. wait. Yeah, you hit all the cliches. Good job. Excellent. Nice. Nice. Anyway, holy uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a quick look at I the, you were the current the book. weather no. forecast is cold as fuck. No, ah. no. Right, right now it's. You know, not... It's a high of six. Nine. What? On Tuesday? Wednesday. Wednesday? Oh, shit. I better not show up on Tuesday, then. I was say, wait, wait. Excellent, excellent Wednesday, awareness of when the eight, game... Oh, it's eight to gone four. down a degree. Below four, which means it'll be well, minus two, 14. Two we'll, we'll all check it on Sunday, because at this point, it's going to be a blizzard and then not. That's Maybe. true. That is true. So... You always got to take 10 off. You always have to bundle up at BMO. Yeah. Pretend you're going to a soccer game in fucking near December. Okay. It's like that. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, I'll, I'll probably be watching it at home. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you better not be, you fuck. You better be at that game. Hey, hey, hey Duncan, uh, side note. Do yeah. you have like, I don't know, another 60 bucks you just want to piss away for no reason? <laughs> Because I'd like how do you get the sweet deal on tickets? I'd like to, well, it's for his ticket. I'm uh, assuming I'm assuming the wife's going. But I, I'll, yeah, just if you need to throw that away, if it's just weighing you down, yeah, I'm good for you. you you'll I, take I it. Yeah, I, I, I happily volunteer. Get your own, Christian. <laughs> no. Save me having to give my money to MLSE. I can just give it to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And I'm not the devil, so we got Aren't that. You I, got, I got that yeah, going for so me. Yeah, so you say. Mm, am I? Yeah, you, you can, Am I? Just that, that little uh, that beauty thing there, it, it looks a little Yeah, di- it's because I love to be able to heart. I mean, Jesus, yes. we all knew yeah. that. It's it's a little diabolical. It's 
I try to toughen up my soft image. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Player to watch from the other team. Zach Steffen. Uh, I feel like, you know, the last game it was more about what are they going to do to hurt us. Uh, this game, you know, I feel all things being equal, you know, Toronto should be on the front foot and potentially scoring lots of goals unless Zach Steffen does good things and stops us. So, him. Okay. Pete Sanders. Ooh. Pedro Santos. Yeah, he was annoying. It's Mike Sanders' brother? Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, uh, Wing gave me butterflies and not the, oh my god, I think I'm going to see boobies for the first time type butterflies either, the, the bad one. So, uh, yeah, I figure that's just going to carry on in person. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, that scares me. Fair, fair. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Mark. It's bad butterflies, not good ones. It's going to be okay. I like it when Duncan reassures me. <laughs> I, 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 I feel comfortable in the world. Do you need a hug? When butterflies come into their I'm cocoon, good. they turn into a bat. Ooh. Nice. That's, and the bat that's science. That sounds mm-hmm. like really bad science. The mm-hmm. hog turns into an albatross. Mm-hmm. The albatross turns into a lion. Yes. It's a circle of life. Lion turns into elephant. Elephant dies. Well, it falls into water. Sure. Becoming a whale, <laughs> which then dies. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Come on. Uh-huh. Don't watch Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Blue Planet. Well... <laughs> Well, Iguayin is the player generally that I'm focusing on. Uh, I feel like Kakuta Mane is kind of lying in wait. Ah. I know he's terrible, mm-hmm. but <laughs> that's this is this yeah. is those it's those types of games of where all that... the ghosts that you think will haunt us, he's the least ghosty. All right, well, Ola Kamara then. Fair. Hello. You heard it. You heard it. What? I did. I got the headphones. You heard it. The headphones. Yeah, the headphones. I have the headphones. What? Seriously. Holy shit. There's a Spaniard in the house. Oh my God. I fucking, I thought I was going nuts, you guys. There's a Spaniard. Somebody keeps saying hello in Spanish. And it's usually when we're talking about fake Kamara. Oh my God. Thank you, Duncan. Don't even know. All right. Feel validated. Okay. Fanny tactics. Feel like a breakthrough. I feel this game, you know, we forget all about, mm, well, we got to do this to adjust and this to adjust and no, we got to do this to, you know, accommodate what the opposition tries to do. No, all right, this game, it's all about, we play a game, three at the back, Morrow and whoever bombing forward, Bradley Delgado, Vasquez, Jovinko, Altidore, play like you did in September, go out there and fucking run over them. This will give Columbus more opportunities than they got in the previous game, but that's okay. You know, we play our game, they play our game. Toronto is objectively better than Columbus. We will win. Columbus has to try and stop that. All right. Yeah, that. <laughs> that was passionate. That was passionate, I know. You brought a gun to a knife fight. Yeah. We're not going to go out there and play the fancy football no. for the sake of playing fancy. We're going to play the fancy football because that's how we're going to win. Exactly. Well, that, yes, and you're absolutely right. And they have to do that for 90 minutes because 1-0 is not good enough. Because Columbus, they're more than capable of a, a late goal that will screw up everything. So, yeah, they really need to press them and fast right off the bat and right to the end. Got a long time to recuperate after this match. Well, long enough. So, cliche time, leave it all on the pitch. 
Mm. I missed that one. You did. I you did. did. You totally did. I, I you skipped. Do you want to take the book home I skipped and review chapter it? one? You can use one hundred and ten percent if you want. Well, I one hundred and ten percent would copy exactly what Duncan said, except use a few more silly yeah. voices. So yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Play our game. Play the best game that we know. And it's up to Columbus to fucking deal with it, not yeah. the other way around. We don't don't do not fret about them. They'll play their shit. They'll get their shit. They'll get their chances. But for exactly all the things Duncan said, we are objectively the better team. Toronto should run them over and down and maybe back up again just to make sure. And then uh, we'll see Houston in a couple weeks. Hey, oh, because they're going to buy tickets. Ah, oh, there you yeah. go. They're not. Yeah. Nice. nice. All right. Apprehension level for this game. Um, I'm going to stick with my the measurement that I introduced last week of Columbus. Meh. Austin. Ah. Uh, last week I was at Cincinnati. Uh, this week I'm slightly less scared than I was last week. So I'm going with Lebanon, Ohio. Oh. It's a place between Columbus and Cincinnati. Mm. Mm. So Google Maps tells me. Mm. Good call. Nice call. Um, sticking with my crew cat uh, disease range, I, I am apprehensive only because I'm a bit of a nervous Nelly when it comes to second legs. So I'm going with uh, early stage feline aids. Oh no! Mm. Oh, that's that's just medication can still allow it to have a long happy life, mm. but don't see to things. Uh. Ugh. Big clumps of hair everywhere. HIV is positive. I am not going to stick with my measure with my previous rating system because um, even that was confusing for me to explain. Uh, I'm going with three to five dentists, and uh, basically, I <laughs> which could, gum are they chewing? Uh, doesn't matter. It's big red. I hope. Yeah. Hey -o. So, I mean, I could grind my teeth into dust. Uh, but uh, if they look uh, like they're in control early, uh, I'll uh, that'll that'll be fine. What's what's Kristen gonna? Hold, oh, sorry. What's Kristen gonna? No, not in the slightest. Okay, good, good. It sounded like you were you were struggling with swallowing something. I don't know. Just trying to grab can my can teeth. you do yours based on countries with terrible human rights records? <laughs> No, still no. Mm. Um. <laughs> uh oh. Fine, she's gonna say Uganda. <laughs> Health and safety. Uh, you've gotten your last warning. Hey, their flag is in crew colors. They don't have orange. I don't actually remember what my rating system was Uganda? last week. Yellow Did I use Defcon's? And there's no. Red. Red. I used something else, didn't I? Close enough. I'm gonna go with the right, Defcon rating high. system. I'm at a solid remember. three. So. Spend that too. <laughs> Vatican City? We'll let you have three. It, even though there's three out of. Well, DEFCON rating is one through five. Five being everything is great. One being is, oh, fuck. So three. Do you feel like we're halfway to, oh, fuck? Really? Come on. That's my faith. apprehension level. Do you want to go play a game? Thanks, Joshua. Um. No, I, I, I am I am very nervous about this game. I don't know why, but I am. I have nervous knots about this one. Which member of Cobra Kai would Columbus Crew be? 
<laughs> Johnny being the the worst. Um, we need more rating systems. <laughs> the uh, the guy in Cobra Kai who's got the least amount of words but has a speaking role. Mm. So like the third one. There you go. All right. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sweep that leg. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. I guess a sensei would be the worst. Yes. Johnny would be second worst. Martin Cove. Would Johnny be second worst, though? Why? Because he redeemed himself at the end? Kind of. How did he redeem himself? I think... Well, he gave him the trophy. He was like... Uh, he knew. He knew. He knew he'd he done knew. wrong. And tried to, like, apologize after and everything. He's an impressionable... Yeah. You know, 27-year-old, 18-year-old. Have you never seen the he version was, of Karate Kid where Johnny's actually the hero? Yeah. What? Have you not seen that? No. It's it's I'll, I'll look for it on YouTube. It's a someone sort of reworks the story. If you just depending on how you tell it, because it's all in the telling, right? Uh, Johnny's actually the one who's been like hard done by through in the whole movie, and it's actually Daniel who is the bad guy. It's quite funny. It works. Johnny was wearing black. He's the bad guy. <laughs> he's clearly he's the bad guy. There mm. you go. It's true. All right. Mm. Predictions. 3-1 Toronto. And it'll be like 3-0 Philly on in the second half. And actually quite comfortable. Draw penalties. Wow! Justin Burrow off the bar. Who knows? Michael Bradley off the post. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I could only make you happier with <laughs> Seba. Seba skies it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one nil Toronto. Oof, that sounds nervy. They'll score early. Columbus won't get the shit going. Two two. Oh, oh, I know. I'm telling you, I have no like positive feelings for this game, and I want positive feelings for this game. Like, no wonder you think Cobra Kai was were the good guys in that movie. Columbus, no, no, I heard two, it. Two time Toronto. Zach Steffen with an injury time goal. He goes up for the corner and actually scores. Oh, that would be perfect. God, I'd go. pop for that. I'm not gonna lie. I'd be like, oh shit, that's that would be kind that's of an awesome. ending, kids. That'd be oh, kind of yeah. cool. Um, all right, yeah. So we're split decision. Split decision. Someone's wildly optimistic. Someone's cautiously optimistic. And Tony and I are just fatalists. <laughs> Pretty much. fucking fatalists. Three one is wild. It's plausible. Nil nil first leg, three one second leg. Nil sure. nil first leg with for everything. That's no true. without usual strikers. All right, all right. Anyway, TFC went out and tried for a nil nil and got it. I presume they'll be going out to try for a win. <laughs> they're going to go out for three one. God <laughs> yeah, damn it! Exactly. They're going to no get no. Three no we scored three. One. Let them That's have it. Goal. Let yeah. them have the goal. We got our three. <laughs> all right, now let's play. Okay, it's good. You good? All right, Keep it all right. tight. <laughs> um yeah so we shall we shall see we'll see you all on wednesday someone is um, gonna be right it's true in some way right. or some way somehow yeah, covered, uh if you, you haven't everything? dropped by yeah, you 117 covered, covered everything yeah a if you haven't dropped by to visit us at 117 do uh come say hi yeah, yeah because according to some people it's the last game of the season so yeah. please come by and visit <laughs> <laughs> um uh. Speaking of people who visit us, uh, hi, 
uh, people who have stopped by in the last little while to say hello. Uh, those of you who responded to last week's Bitchy Blanks oh, for a chance to... I, f- I feel like we usually introduce this in a much more dramatic yeah, way. Yeah, something along the lines of, hey, everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks. Yeah, but we're not playing. Though. But we're not playing. We're and just having them. Blankety no, blank, blankety blank. blank. Do you have an answer? Blankety blank. Oh, all right. Then hey, everybody! It's Bitchy Blanks! Doing it again, doing it again. Doing it again, doing it again. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I just went with what Tony did. He took over. Uh, all right, so... That's not how you say, all right? You say, welcome <laughs> back, everybody. <laughs> welcome back. Our favorite fill-in-the-blank game and yours. <laughs> I don't show. remember how to do it anymore. It's been so long. Uh, but we did uh, it so many times. I know, it should It's be. like riding a horse. Last week's bitchy blank was... <laughs> the reason why this fucking game got shelved in the first place was because of blank. Now we're going to go around the table to find out what people said. <laughs> Duncan? <laughs> because Vichy was exposed as a Russian bot the whole time. She wasn't a real hawk. She was just fake Russian. Because uh, of you. Claw. Claw. You know, it, it was there the whole time. Claw. And it just didn't sound proper. Um, it was shelved because we really just ran out of fucking ideas. It's not really a joke. That's just kind of feels like the truth. Kristen? Crew cat aider. Uh, no. Mm. Oh, crew cat's been known uh, for a little bit of. Yeah. 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 All six of them. All six. Mm. <laughs> One Delicious. after the other after the other. She sexually harassed Javinko. Mm. Probably. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey, he, Kristen. You he no longer had a ride home. <laughs> we had to pick three winners. We Top did. three winners will each get a pass to go to all tits in your face. Hey, hey, hey. all yeah, tits I, all the time. I think that's what I, I, I think that's what we agreed. I'm to. pretty sure that's what we called it. Yeah, I agreed to it. Uh, uh, coming up on December second. Yeah, nine thirty. Nine thirty at, at the bra Zen head. Oh, the bra Zen head. <laughs> oh, I get so focused there. Um, Sponsored by XTSC. Yes, the good, the good, the great people at XTSC. Uh, where we will get to have a little bit of talky talk face to face with uh, uh, Josie Altador and uh, Toe St. Ricketts. All tits. Hey. Yeah. So, what do you got for us, Kristen? Well, we, uh, you know what? We were a little surprised uh, here at Bitchy Blank Wrangling um, by the lack of responses, what actually. The fuck? Yeah, fuck you guys. See, my reason was right. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you wanted this back? Did you really? Did Did you? Did you? You You really did. And and we tried to tell many of you about it. You're welcome. And then slap us in the face. Uh, So we have two winners. A third uh, we're still trying to make contact with. Um, It's an alien. First one is at TweetCred. Uh, on the Twitters, congratulations for your response, which was, um, as I forget to scroll further down, uh, Bitchy Blanks was shelved because Mo traded her to Apollon Limassol 10 years ago and the return loan expired. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but she's got a European citizenship now and she, she's like, exactly, she's anywhere. like oh, done with it. Yeah. Oh, Shout out to Apollon Limassol. <laughs> Um, the other winner is Tuffy Rocks at Tuffy Rocks on the Twitters, hey. who did not actually give us an answer, but who made the 
best use of listening all the way to the end and including every single hashtag pretty much. So ass fuckery, I need you inside me. Kristen hates Seba. Two Mars bars, two Twix. And uh, and then he alt hits. Well done. Hey. So, yeah. That's uh, a good enough answer for me. That's that's. Mm. That's attention to detail. So folks. congratulations to both of you. You each get a pass to this awesome event. Um, and we'll see you there. And we'll see you there. So come say hi if you haven't already. And the third person uh, we will announce once we get in touch with them. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for playing. Those few of you that did. Bastards. Jerks. You. You hate Josie. You hate Toss. You don't want to come out to a free event and like hang out. Oh, that's fine. To be fair, it's we tried. Be, it's going to be pretty awkward after they've lost on penalties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I forgot about that whole factor. Uh, how much haha do you think they're going to have? I'm not sure, but we'll find out. Like, yeah, we just want to go home. Hey, I got a microphone. Talk to me. <laughs> Fuck. Boo. <laughs> no, Bradley's not here. <laughs> you can boo Altidore. Oh, that's true. Boo. You're not allowed to. You've got to be nice to Walter. No, that's fine. I'm not going to boo. Mm. All right. Uh, well, that is it for our show this week. Join us uh, on our next show. Probably more like in a week and a half-ish because of when games are being played. Um, when we look back else. at... It's conspiracy against... Something. Something at the oh. Easter Conference final home leg. Uh, have some kind of report from the partay at the Brazen Head. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> and more. I have been joined by the entire VMP panel to be found on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher and Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Try not to sneeze. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Out on the interwebs at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Successfully not sneezing. Hello. <laughs> on the Twitters at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. I'm trying not to fart. Get to the end. I think I'm okay. As, I'm not. As for me, <laughs> you can find me I'm on not. the internet. Yes, the entire internet. Get used Mark! to it. Get used to it. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, God. Oh. I've been your host, Krista Doles. You can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at Kaysa Doles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. Getting used to it now. Yeah. Especially I, you. Opening all the windows. You. Lighting candles. We'll do that. Oh yeah, might extend my my ignite. likely be your dog always oh, sounds like a dog's name Demarcus Beasley come here Demarcus Beasley who's a, who's a good boy who's a good boy Demarcus yes you got a good boy Demarcus yeah who didn't poop on the couch today you did Demarcus Beasley yes you did a good puppy good puppy not like that incontinent Chris Rolf just put him out put him down just get over with
One last act of kindness. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Maybe they were saying Boo Radley. Mm. They're really good fans of literature. I don't know. Mm. Boo. Mm. Boo. Mm-hmm. Boo. Boo. Does this show have a health and safety committee? <laughs> Brutal. It's not Kristen. She throws things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I guess it's me then. Yeah, you're responsible. There you go. Stop. And you're on that side of the table. <laughs> Stop. And I've done my part. There you Thank go. you, Mark. I'm going to. You know what? I feel seen. I feel heard. You're the Thank fire you. warden. Thank you, Mark. No. Looking at great. Looking after you guys. Boy, what are you throwing at me for? I didn't do anything. We threw it at me earlier. That's something. You mm-hmm. did stuff. Yeah, and then you, you know, inflamed. You escalated. He's escalating back. Mm-hmm. You know nothing of diplomacy. All is fair and Mutually assured destruction by carrots. Mm-hmm. Carlos Valderrama. Of course. He played for both? He was with Miami as well. Really? Ha! 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 Well done. And ha! Holy shit. Huh. He went cross state? That's disgusting. Yep. He's the Saul Campbell of the MLS. He's the Blues Figo of MLS. Eric Wynalda. Johnson of MLS. There it is. Fuck you, Mo. I like that Mo Johnson is no longer the Mo Johnson of MLS. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You served and you served. (laughs) But he's still the Wayne Gretzky of soccer, so. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>